everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the GCSAA podcast, which is presented in partnership with Enview, formerly known as Bear. To learn more about the company and its offerings in the golf industry, go to www.us.enview.com and look for the Turf and Ornamentals Management tab at the top of the page. I'm your host, Scott Hollister, and I am glad you've joined us for this episode. One of 2022's biggest industry stories was the launch of a new company in the plant health space that has a very familiar look, the previously mentioned Enview, which of course is one of the podcast's loyal sponsors. In October, Bayer completed the sale of its environmental science business to the private equity firm Synven, and from that sale came this new company that features a product line that will be very familiar to most of you. On this episode of the GCSA podcast, we're excited to sit down for a conversation with Enview CEO, Gilles Gaillou. Jill spent more than two decades working for Bayer, including his most recent stint as CEO of the environmental science business. And we talked with Jill about the transition to this new entity in golf course management, what it's meant for the company's employees, and what it will mean for its customers in golf. It's Jill Gaillou, our guest, on this episode of the GCSA podcast. Before we get going, our normal housekeeping reminder that you can catch up on recent episodes of the GCSA podcast that you might have missed by checking out the podcast archives available wherever you get your podcast, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and on the GCSA website. You can also subscribe, rate, and review us on all those same services, which really does help out. So we'd appreciate your help in that area if you don't mind. With all that done, let's go. This is episode 47 of the GCSA podcast a conversation with the CEO of Enview, Gilles Gaillou. Okay, pleased to be joined today by Gilles Gaillou. Gilles is the CEO at Enview, formerly was uh, in that same role with Bayer's Environmental Science Division, more than two decades with Bayer, native of France, uh, did your higher education there, and also a graduate of the Harvard Business School. Gilles, I'm uh, very appreciative of your time today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for the opportunity. It's a great opportunity for us. Thank you. You're you're certainly welcome. And uh, wasn't many bigger stories in 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 our uh, industry than uh, the creation of Enview, uh, which uh, uh, kind of hit the power button and the start of the final quarter of 2022. Um, I know that I've in some settings have referred, kind of mentioned the new name. Enview, and then I said formerly Bear, and I know that's not that's not technically true. This is not just a name change. This is an all new company, and I'll let you describe that just a little bit. But um, uh, first off, just can you give a big picture view of what it's been like for you and your team and Carrie since the transition began, and how that adjustment period has gone? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Uh, we um, we started the project uh, within Bayer, and I'm going to go through that very quickly, but uh, nearly two years ago, and then it's taken uh, a year and a half to really come to uh, a level of independence that ultimately we started in uh, October 1st, 2022. So, um we are since October an independent company. You were mentioning the fact that we were previously Bayer. That's true. We have a very long history, 50 years of uh, uh, foundations uh, behind us, uh, being with Bayer or Aventis before and other companies. And now as Enview, we stand as an independent company. So we are owned by uh, private equity. And uh, this is giving us the freedom to act, but also maybe the resources to act. And that's going to be a, a, a tremendous opportunity for all of us. Um, what, has it, what has it been since uh, 
the um, the takeoff of the new company, I, I would say it's been a tremendous learning curve. Uh, it has been an acceleration. Uh, we, with the independence, come also the necessity to be acting and driving changes. Um, you know, within Bayer, we were uh, maybe the smallest uh, division, and it had some comfort. As an independent company, we've got to drive our own change and our own agenda. And it has brought a lot of opportunities, but a lot of challenges as well. And the, the team has been going through that. And the last three months have been full of learnings for us. Um, I think what I would look back and, and, and say about the last three months is I'm amazed. I'm amazed at uh, the performance of the team. Uh, in Enview, the way we've embraced that new uh, new journey, that new approach to the market, but also by the the feedback and and the reactions we got from uh, the superintendents and the golf industry as a whole, and it's been uh, it's been a tremendous uh, positive support that we got. And my last three months have been very intense, but I'm very proud and very amazed by the reaction of both my team and the external market as well. Well, you, you 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 mentioned the size of the market, and, and something of this scope doesn't necessarily happen very often in the the turf management business. It is, a, relatively speaking, a small uh, market, um, and something like this doesn't happen. And you you and your team had a relatively short amount of time. Obviously, I, I, this was, as you mentioned, was in the works for a number of years, but I believe there was about seven months between the announcement, at least, that uh, the private equity firm Sinven had acquired the environmental science business and then that switch over to Enview. So um, what were your, you and your team's top priorities during that time before the official switch was flipped? Um, uh, what did you focus on to ensure a successful, uh, a successful outcome? And how would you grade the work that you did? Have you identified areas, boy, we should have thought of that, or boy, we really knocked that one out of the park? Very, uh, very good question. Um, yes, it took, I mean, the, the announcement of the acquisition officially was made in March and we, uh, we became independent in, in October. So yes, it, it did take uh, seven months for us to transition fully out of Bayer. Uh, if I go back to your question again, um, I, I would separate in, uh, in, in terms of priorities, I would separate in two ways. There, there are internal priorities because we've, we've got to carry the team with us in that journey and there are external uh, priorities as well because we got to carry our customers and partners with us as well if i look internally i would say the work that has been done has been done with, with a level of focus passion engagement uh, willingness to embrace the new destiny of the company that I, I could not wish for for better uh, feedback and reaction from the team honestly they they um, they understand what we are onto. You know, becoming the first totally independent company of this size, totally focused on those markets is something that is exciting, and the team has very very well reacted to that. To the bringing the customers with us, I, I would say we have more of a mixed uh, experience. The first very positive part is related to the feedback as the creation of Enview. I think the golf industry and all the superintendent and distribution network we're working with have shown a lot of interest and a lot of willingness to support and, and create Enview in the best possible way. It's more internally on our way 
to deliver uh, in the first three months. We were um, ambitious enough to launch the company with a completely new IT system. And you were asking me if I had to do maybe something differently, what would I do differently? Most probably I would not launch that size of company across the world uh, with a completely new system because uh, we had to go through a lot of difficulties and learning at the beginning, which we have solved, but it has uh, taken some time of the patience of uh, our customers at the beginning. I, I just want to say we, we are, we're good now. We understand that system. We're running that system. But if I had to change something, I would have an IT transition, uh, a tools transition that would be longer. You are obviously still in the early days. We're as we record this, we're just into uh, first uh, first week of 2023. Um, do you feel like the company is at the point where you can you can focus more on where you're headed in the next year, two years, five years? At this point, or are you still are there still transitional items that you're trying to wrap up before your focus can fully be um, looking ahead? It's a it's a very important question to us. I mean. As a company, we, we're focused, we're dedicated to those markets. It doesn't, it is not true if we are not truly looking outside. We have to be outward driven. So it is important for me in particular to bring the company to think outside, to think with, with our customers. Are we there yet? Not totally. We still have a few issues that, that we need to address in terms of uh, IT system, organization, process. You know, we're creating a company that is roughly 800 million, roughly 900 people in roughly 100 countries. It is a significant size, and there are times where we need to, to settle all that and structure all that. We're finishing with that work, but my promise and my engagement to the industry is very much to drive the focus of Enview outside, outward, towards the field, toward the customer. And we're beginning to do that. And I see us um, now being f way more engaged with our, with our customers, with our partners, and getting out of that internal uh, piping that we need to fix when we launch a new company. That's that's a good transition because I did want to uh, you know I wanted to mention uh, ask you about the your customers in addition to your own team there change is never is never comfortable for anyone I, I don't think I um, some people are more adept at it than the others I've been through certain things professionally uh, from a, a change standpoint nothing to the scope of of what you all have done at Enview but um, I know how I've handled it how the people that I work with have handled it uh, I'm curious uh, what uh, you've learned about your uh, employees. Uh, the people that have made this transition happen, uh, and also what what you're hearing um, and what those employees are hearing from golf course superintendents and the kind of questions they're getting um, about the company um, as we move into this new year. Maybe maybe I'll start with with that second part, being focused on the outside to start with. Uh, what we hear from the from from the the golf superintendent is is rather natural and simple. They want the current solutions they have to be available and they can rely on what they've always relied on uh, over the years. And that's our focus. And we we're doing everything we can to make sure that all the products are available and that they have access to all those solutions. And really, my goal is to guarantee that we will be able to deliver 
uh, all the business that they've done with us over the past. The second question usually goes along the lines of what will this new company bring as new solutions? And, and there I can really also tell them that our continued uh, focus on uh, innovation, solutions, partnerships, uh, elements that will bring a complete different focus on the issues and the solutions we can bring to those issues. This is at the heart of what NGU was built on. We were built on the idea of saying this market is big enough to deserve a company that thinks uh, golf course from Monday to Sunday night and, and does everything that can be done to find new solutions there. So as well on the existing solutions as more as the future solutions, I'm very, very optimistic. And the feedback we get from the customers is very generally positive. Sometimes when we're a bit delayed in delivering, they, they express the impatience, but that's natural and, and we solve it. Now, internally, I, I will go back to what I tell you, uh, what I told you earlier. Um, I think the team is going through a massive amount of change and they're doing it with an open mind and a willingness. Obviously, there are different uh, uh, elements that we've got to, to solve and, and address, but the overall impression of within NGU is that that um, passion, that that commitment to the job we've done in the past and the excitement for what we can do in the future. We are a group of passionate people and I can sense that this passion is helping them to go through the change. Um, I'm very amazed by the, the quality and, and the team that we have in place. I, um, I will continue to use the passion to, to drive those new solutions in the future. Well, you, you mentioned the the focus, um, the narrower focus that Envy will have, and just being laser focused on on turf and and markets just in the immediate vicinity uh, of turf. What do you see are the advantages that gives the company um, moving forward um, in terms of the products and services you'll be able to deliver to customers? First, it's the proximity to the market. We we uh, we truly understand and and we will invest uh, time and efforts to to stay very extremely close on the field with the superintendent and with the golf industry. Um, that's the first uh, element. We, we we are not um, our energy is not being used in any other uh, focus than what what's happening on the ground and how we can identify early and solve the issues that uh, uh, um, golf superintendent uh, leaders might have in the future. So that element of sticking to what's happening on the ground is, is extremely important. Second, it's a, it's a question of uh, investment. As the smallest part of a company, your, your place in the packing order to get investment is as big as your contribution to the company. We stand on our own feet and we have partners that are willing to invest and, and, uh, and deliver resources for us to find new solutions. And this is only for those markets. I do not need to compete with any other chemical or pharmaceuticals or crop business to go and defend the projects we have. That will allow us to position projects within NPU as essential where maybe within other companies, they would not have reached that level of being essential. And that should 
give us the opportunity to uh, accelerate our innovation, bring new solutions, bring new partnerships, uh, maybe find uh, other ways of uh, managing data and information with the golf course superintendent. And we are totally dedicated to it. Nothing will come in our way to, to do it. Well, I, I will just just from my own personal experience and being out and about since the since the uh, announcement was first made and, and obviously the transition began, um, a lot of positive responses from the superintendents that I've chatted with on the topic. You know, they're they're a very wait and see group with everything that they do. So they certainly express that as well. But I think there's been an overall positivity that that kind of matches what, what your your experience internally uh, has been in this tra- in transition, which I'm sure is uh, is uh, music to your ears. It's there. good to hear. Yeah, it's good that to always hear. is. Um, we're going to take a quick break here, uh, pay some bills. Actually. Um, we're going to uh, uh, transition to more Enview because Enview is, of course, the proud sponsor of the GCSA podcast, and we appreciate that. So uh, a quick message, and we'll be back with more uh, with uh, Gilles Gaillou. We'll get back to this episode in a moment, but now a word from Enview, the company formerly known as Bear, which is your partner in solving the toughest challenges on your golf course so you're always prepared for what's ahead. Enview offers hardworking programs and solutions that anticipate your needs to help you achieve the most consistently beautiful and playable turf possible. You get the same trusted products and dedicated support, along with a reinvigorated focus on partnership, innovative solutions, and a vision for what's next. As you roll into 2020, Enview is committed to innovating and adapting on an ongoing basis to meet your changing needs and any challenges that come your way. A new vision for a company with over a half century of experience, Enview enables golf course superintendents to accomplish greater things on their courses every day. Our thanks again to everyone at Enview for their support of this podcast. And now back to this episode. All right, welcome back. Uh, Gilles Gaillou, the CEO of Enview, is joining us on the GCSA podcast today, talking about the uh, new company's uh, launch into the uh, into the turf and golf course management business. Gilles, I wanted to ask you, um, you are a standalone company now. I wanted to ask you a little bit about the research and development uh, process and how that is going to work uh, at Enview. Are you in, have you inherited work that was already in the pipeline related to turf and ornamentals, or uh, will your team be starting with a clean slate. I'm sure they are looking ahead to opportunities that they have in the R&D area, but uh, where where do you stand uh, right now in terms of R&D? Yeah, thank you for this question. It's important for us to to explain to your auditors that Enview is, is a research company and will continue to be a, an innovative company. Um, in that field, I, I would say we are in the best of both worlds because, as you mentioned, we, we are inheriting the long pipeline of Bayer, not only from historical solutions that we brought to the market and we continue to uh, evolve and, and, and improve, uh, but also for the future uh, commitments uh, of those solutions to, to the market. So whatever is going to come out of the research that is focused on crop by Bayer will be translated into uh, products for uh, the Gulf by Enview. So we have full access to the whole pipeline of Bayer, actual and future. And that's a, that's a great opportunity for us. On top of that, why am I saying that we're on the best of both worlds? Because historically, we would have been totally linked to Bayer and it would have been difficult for us to go out and find other solutions with many other partners. We are not in that situation anymore. We have access to the world in terms of solutions. 
and uh, and and technology and pipeline. And right now, as I speak, we we are looking into potential uh, partnership in with Japanese companies, with European companies, with US companies to find uh, the best possible portfolio mixtures, formulations, uh, overall technical solutions for the market. So really our goal will be to use as as strongly as possible the portfolio that we would have had anyway with Bayer and add all the ad additional solutions and technologies from the rest of the world to bring the best the best solution. So I'm very excited by our engagement in terms of research and, and development. By the way, I just want to mention as well that we are um, bringing our formulation technology from St. Louis to North Carolina. So we will retain that, uh, that technology with us. And we are also maintaining Clayton as an investment. It's coming with NGU and it now belongs fully to NGU. And some of your uh, auditors or listeners will uh, will remember or know Clayton as a, a very, very exciting tool for the industry. And now this is owned fully by, by NGU. On top, obviously, of the setup that we have in Europe, we retain a very strong R&D footprint in Germany, being very close to Bayern. Well, that's great, and I, I I have an affinity for Clayton. I have been there numerous times for various uh, various events. Uh, a very unique facility. I'm sure that is going to uh, you know play into your play into your hands uh, very well. And uh, I I think you've highlighted well the the kind of advantages and disadvantages that you're you're facing. Clearly, there are challenges in starting a new company in any market. Um, this one is no exception, but I think what you've described well is just the flexibility that you guys have, have gained by standing on your own two feet as as a company and and how that ultimately surely sure you might trip and trip and fall once once in a, a while in the early days but uh long term that flexibility sure sounds like that's going to play uh to your advantage yes yeah i i really appreciate the way you, you're putting it that flexibility that that uh, openness to the world is is really one of the strengths we have and we we intend to really use it as 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 best as we can um we have to walk before we run but i can tell you that our ambition is truly to run well, we, you mentioned Clayton, and I mentioned my trips there, and many of those were uh, to uh, report on the uh, annual Green Start Academy for assistant golf course superintendents. So I wanted to pivot a little bit and talk about some of the um, uh, industry programs that environmental science uh, supported and now uh, uh, will likely fall uh, into the InView basket. So um, will programs such as Green Start continue to be a focus of the company, and uh, are, is there any long-term interest in maybe expanding uh, on those types of efforts and involvement in industry programs? Um, we, we just did uh, the Green Star Academy. It happened uh, last month in, in Pinehurst. So yes, of, of course, when I'm telling you that we're totally focused on this industry, uh, uh, we're also totally focused on what comes around it. And Green Star Academy is a very strong program that we've been supporting with John Deere and Rainbow uh, for, for many, many years uh, in the past. I, I, we are committed to, to the industry. We're committed to support the, the young and upcoming uh, uh, superintendent, the industry as a whole. We, we, we know that education, exchange of experience is essential 
and NGO intends to play a very strong role in, in facilitating, facilitating all that. So um, you can count on us to be totally dedicated to the industry, yes. Yeah, and I boy, th that program in particular, I I'm going to give away my age by by some of this, but I I've had an opportunity to be at some of the early ones and now to see how many of those assistants took part in that program and use what they learned uh, to to advance their careers. And now they're running their own golf facilities and all, all four corners of the of the country and really around the world. It's it's a it's a wonderful program. Another one that I know um, is near and dear to uh, was near and dear to Bears Heart. And now hopefully Enviews is the uh, superintendent grant program. Um, uh, that brings uh, superintendents to the annual GCSA conference and trade show. We're going to transition into that here in a bit. Um, but um, that's another great program that I'm sure has got to be rewarding for, for you as CEO of this company to see uh, how you're able to impact um, superintendents and, and their professional development. Yes, I was at the GCSA uh, golf uh, event uh, for, for many years. I've always been impressed by the, the, the people we bring through the program uh, and uh, how passionate they are about uh, the industry and, and proud and, and thankful for, for our support. Uh, it's always a great part of, uh, of the event uh, that I've truly appreciated. We will continue to do that. And in the upcoming one, we will uh, continue with the grants and have new, uh, new people joining. Yeah, I know we have a great group joining us in Orlando. So let's transition to that. It's it's uh, uh, as we record this, we're just about a month out um, from the uh, 2023 version of the GCSA Conference and Trade Show in Orlando. Dates are February 6th through the 9th. The trade show is the 8th uh, and 9th. Um, people are are used to seeing Bear with a big presence there. I'm assuming that Envy will have a similar presence. So why don't you just give us a brief rundown of, of what uh, what folks can expect to see and, and what you hope to accomplish um, from your time in Orlando at the conference and trade show. It's it's a big event for us. It's, it's a huge event for us. Uh, golf and, and stuff and automotives overall is our biggest market. And, and in the U.S., it's our biggest single market. So this is a, a very, very big event for us. And especially in that first year, we have only one opportunity to make a, a, a first impression. And we really intend to use uh, the, the, the golf show for, for that purpose. So you will see a lot of presence from, uh, from Enview. We'll be obviously on the trade show. We will have a, a very similar size booth than, uh, than what we used to have. We'll bring all our team uh, to the to the show, we'll use this opportunity for for us to prepare the season and 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 get ready all together. But more importantly, and back to uh, looking outward, it's an opportunity for us to meet all our customers, our distribution partners. We will have uh, meetings uh, throughout the days along the side. We intend to present our uh, product range, our new solutions, and uh, and really make full use of the week. Um, we will also bring our uh, investors uh, for them to learn about the business because it's important for them to understand what this industry is about and how it's working. They can't look at it from afar, so they will join us and, and some of, uh, of you may have, may have the opportunity to meet some of the Sinvent people on the trade show. And I think it's important for Envue to have the presence of uh, the company we are and the company we want to be. So I expect you'll see a big presence from Envue. 
Well, it's going to be a great week, and I'd be uh, I'd, I'd be fined um, here at GCSA if I didn't uh, direct people over to GCSAConference.com so you can learn much more about the event and get yourself registered if you're not already. So um, uh, before we wrap up here, Jill, I really appreciate your your time today. I, I wanted just a couple of personal things for you. Um, first off, just you know, how did you get into in into this business? Were you always interested in turf and in uh, ag and in, in that stuff growing up, or was this a happy accident that landed you in this business it, it's a it's a very happy accident in a way but it's a an accident that happened when i was 15 years old uh i i was living in 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 africa at that time and uh, i had the opportunity to see the difference between uh cocoa trees being protected and cocoa trees being not protected and what it meant for those families um uh, and that has striked me has stricken me as uh as a very, very important business. So I, direct, I directed myself towards the uh, agronomy and and, uh, and the crop protection world very, very quickly, did my study in that field. And then I had an international uh, role uh, within different companies leading to Bayer um, uh, the first 14 years in crop. But then very quickly, uh, what, 19 years ago, I moved uh, into environmental science and that was a second extremely happy event. I fell in love with the intensity, the passion, and, and the love that this industry has for what's happening. Uh, and uh, I stayed there since then. Um, I worked in Europe, and over the last 12 years, I've been in the U.S. I met tremendous people. I am blessed to be uh, with, with so many uh, uh, experts and passionate people. What I've discovered is the level of technology and, and intensity and challenges that people have to face in managing a golf course is nothing short from any other high-tech company. And uh, I keep on being amazed by that. Now, are you a golfer? I I buy a box of 18 balls every <laughs> time I go and play an 18-hole. So it gives you a level of my expectations. My goal is not much in the score, but I should end up the course with at least two or three balls in the in the <laughs> box left. Uh, but I love the game. I love the game. My son is is very passionate about it. Uh, I love walking the course, and I love the the surrounding and the impact it has on on you. You are a different man be, before you play and after a round. I can sense it myself. I just wish that my drive would not go left all the time. <laughs> well, it, it sounds like you and I need to tee it up because we have a very similar game and a very similar mindset uh, inter, entering around a golf. Uh, being in North Carolina and Carrie, you are uh, in a, a very a hotbed of great uh, great golf courses. Do you have a, a particular favorite that you've played or a course that maybe you'd like to play sometime? Um, I've been around in, in a lot of the uh, North Carolina golf course and I'll be careful of not making uh, too many friends or unfriends uh, in mentioning a North Carolina That's coach. Right. <laughs> but I will, I will tell you that once I had the opportunity to play in Canada, in uh, Nova Scotia, uh, Cabot Links. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that is by far the most impressive golf course that I had the, the opportunity to play. That interaction between the landscape and, and the sea and the feeling of playing that course was was exceptional. But honestly, I, I will repeat, I the the game is so good that you feel you feel another man when you finish any kind of course. 
Yeah, I have not. I've not been to Cabot Links. I have. I'm certainly aware of it and have seen pictures. What a stunning, a stunning landscape it's, uh, it's they've incredible. created up. They've created up there. Uh, you mentioned 12 years in North Carolina. I guess I'll ask you what's your favorite part about living in the states and in North Carolina, and maybe something you might miss about uh, about your uh, your home in France. Yes, um, I I didn't know how how lucky I would be. In, in landing into North Carolina, I love I love the weather, I love the environment, I love the trees. In my in the meeting room I am in right now, we're all overlooking the the, the forest towards uh, RDU Airport. It's a it's a stunning view. I love the people. It's extremely it's extremely friendly. Um, I, I I like to go and walk, and and every time I cross people, they it's friendly. It's a, it's a high it's a small sign. I, I love the interaction between uh, between the people uh, here in North Carolina. It's it's a blessing. I mean, my kids went to school in North Carolina. My daughter did NC State. My my son did Appalachian State. So it's another very good place to be. I would ad, I would ad, advertise North Carolina in any ads if I could. It's a it's a great state to be in. Now, what I'm missing from uh, my maybe my own country. Um, Maybe sometimes um, I used to live in a in a city in France where you had very historical buildings, you know, buildings coming from the Middle Age, uh, and uh, that that uh, that flair I like uh, as well. And, and sometimes I do miss it. What I miss day to day is cheese. You yeah. know, a simple access to a good bread and cheese would make my life uh, even better, <laughs> and it would be heaven. But that's the uh, that's good. I can survive without some cheese. That's right. Well, you've, you've got North Carolina barbecue there, and I won't get into the barbecue wars being here in Kansas, <laughs> and I live in Kansas City, so we ha- we are, we're very proud of our own barbecue there, so I won't get into that, and I'm sure it's uh, it's not the best rep- uh, replacement for uh, a good bread and cheese. But, um, well, Jill, listen, I, I, I am very appreciative of your time uh, today to join us and talk about the transition um, from everything I'm hearing and seeing myself in, in my travels. Uh, everything's going great, and uh, I I look forward to seeing you and all your colleagues in Orlando at the GCSA conference and trade show and uh, uh, continued best of luck as the uh, transition continues and you move full time into uh, a new player in the golf course industry. It's Jill Gayou, the CEO of Enview. Thank you, Jill. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to yet another episode of the GCSA podcast, and I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Enview CEO, Jill Gayou. As always, you can learn more about the company that has been a longtime sponsor of this podcast by jumping online and visiting www.us.envue.com and looking for the Turf and Ornamentals Management tab at the top of the page. You can also check them out at the upcoming GCSA Conference and Trade Show, which is February 6th through the 9th in Orlando. For more info on that great event or to get your self-registered, head on over to www.gcsaaconference.com. We've got more great stuff in the hopper for future episodes of the GCSA podcast, so keep a close eye on this feed for all that. But until then, we'll sign off by thanking our podcasting editor and engineer, Evan Bissell, everyone at Enview for their ongoing support of the podcast, the nine members of the GCSAA Board of Directors, my coworkers at GCSAA headquarters in Lawrence, Kansas, and of course, my thanks to each of you for subscribing, downloading, and listening. Until we meet again, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll catch up again real soon on the next episode of the GCSAA podcast.